Hello. This is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey, ho! Welcome to the show. Congratulations for surviving Tuesday, May 7. Dom, Yeah. what do the good people get as a reward? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have spent all day, Zach, perched by a river with a notebook in hand, writing a bush poem about Keith Urban. That has context. Um, last night on the show, you asked me to write a bush poem about Keith Urban. Did I? Uh, well, I don't recall this. So what time of the program was this? Yeah. And what state was I in? It was the closing minutes of the show. You were quite fatigued. Yeah. Was it? Could you just faintly hear it as I <laughs> yeah. walked out of the studio? Well, uh, okay. In all fairness, you were talking about how there is a day celebrated today, which is Poetry on the Pillow Day. Don't really know what the idea of that is. I think it's to put poetry on people's pillows. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and I might have volunteered to write a poem. And the discussion moved into me doing a bush poem about Keith Urban, the boy from Caboolture. Well, what I can tell you is the poem is written. I think I've got a bit of a knack for it. And maybe for the first ever time, there will be bush poetry on FM radio before midnight tonight. So if that isn't something to stick around for, I don't know what else we can do. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. I've long suspected that all reality shows are exactly the same. And then listening to a promo... Mm. on the radio this afternoon, an ad for one of the shows that was on tonight. I came halfway through and I didn't hear what show it was for. And honestly, it could have been for any of them. So what do we got on at the moment? We've got MasterChef. We've just had Bachelor in Paradise wrap up. Oh, we've got Lego Masters. Lego Masters is on at the moment. Rules. House Rules kicked off. It's been on for a few weeks. (laughs) MasterChef as well. Did you know MasterChef was back? Yeah, yeah. No, I have seen... The the way I know this is I follow Channel 10 on Twitter. And they... They live tweeted as if everyone's watching it, yeah. and the tweets make no no sense to me. Mm. I think tonight they were maybe doing some sort of bomb Alaska or something. I'm not really sure. My theory is that they're exactly the same, and you yeah. won't be able to tell what TV show it is by the promo. I sure. want to put that to the test. Promo pop quiz. I have three excerpts from reality TV show promos in front of me, Dom. Yep. I'm going to play them. Sure. All you need to do <laughs> is tell me what the promo is for. You ready okay, for this? Let's do it. This is TV's greatest spectacle. Just look spot on. TV's greatest <laughs> spectacle. Okay, well, I can't see our TV's greatest spectacle. No knock on any of the shows we just mentioned. Yeah. But well, could work for any to of them. those ones, but... So I wonder if Australian Ninja Warrior is coming back soon? That could be Australia's uh, greatest... No, okay. No, that one was yeah. Lego Masters. Oh, uh, I mean, it's a good show. Do you reckon it's Australia's greatest TV spectacle? I reckon Gone on to the Moon was probably <laughs> a real high point for TV. I'm not sure if building a building out of Lego is no. really up there. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Next one. Uh, what is this promo for? Will the pressure be too much? Dee's walking on. Come on, Dee. It's not over yet. Don't you bloody give up. There's no room for error here today. <laughs> okay. Don't you bloody give up. <laughs> The stakes in they these shows. They could be going to walk. They, they really that could, could be. That could be for um, a movie on Sunday night with Mel Gibson, yeah. where he's leading them into war. I can't. I can't believe how high the stakes are for cooking or for building a house. Yeah. It's, what do you reckon? It's one of those. It's two. one You've of those two. It clearly. Down. Yeah. I mean, the stakes are so high. There's no room for error. I reckon yeah. it's Master Chef. 
because I oh, reckon. Oh, well yeah, done! I reckon no room for error means because if you if you chop that onion a little bit wrong, you've messed up the whole dish. Okay, come Fair on. Fair enough. Let's see. You, you've got one from two. Mm. I'm not sure if you'll get the last one. What's <laughs> this a promo for? I'm excited. The greatest night of television is coming. Oh, okay. I was not expecting this at all. When they say I wasn't expecting yeah. this at all, yeah, like you're on a cooking show or a building show, yeah. and you get a dish in front of you, or you get a building that's <laughs> built. I yeah. mean, what do you mean you weren't expecting it? And also, can someone hold these promo people accountable for their hyperbole? What, you don't think that this is the greatest TV event of all time? Gra- yeah, I mean, it's just a bit much. Oh, you wouldn't want to be friends with one of them, would you? You couldn't trust a word they said. What this has been this the greatest dinner I've ever had. I just wouldn't trust them. I reckon, well, I mean, I don't reckon MasterChef would be making claims like that that early in the season, because mm-hmm. it's still pretty fresh. So, if you said House Rules has been on for a few weeks, I'm thinking maybe House Rules? Okay. It was House Rules and My Kitchen Rules on the same night! <laughs> oh my goodness! Can you handle the excitement? <laughs> so, when st- uh, kids are sitting in their history classes, in 50 years' time, learning about the greatest night of television of all time, yep. do, do we know what happened? Uh, no, I missed that one. Someone cooked something and someone built something. There you go. There's yeah, the but on which show was which? <laughs> That's the big twist. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Today is the 7th of May, or as you may know it, yeah. poetry on your pillow day, where you're encouraged to leave a poem on a loved one's pillow. Well, you probably won't know it as that. That is an obscure day that is, we found out last night on the show, yeah, celebrated. We were talking about it last night, and mm. uh, Dom, we found out you're a bush poet. You doing a bit of bush poetry? Yeah. Are well, you? give me a topic, and I'll give me a topic, and I'll give you a poem tomorrow night on the show. Okay. What do you want my top? What's the topic? Um, the man. Yep. From Kabulcha. <laughs> the man from Kabulcha. Yeah. The Keith Urban story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kabulcha being Keith Urban's hometown, just out of Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, um, well, this is exciting because we've never yeah. had bush poetry on the show well, before. We haven't yeah. really actually had bush poetry on FM radio as a medium, I, I don't believe. I have been pushing for Poetry Corner on the show for some time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it has been flatly rejected until now. The good news is I have spent the day by a river with my notepad just pinning the whole day. This, penning lines. Yeah, it's six stanzas. They're short mm. stanzas. Jeez. Um, but I have for you. Are you ready for the debut reading? Of the man from Kabulcha, the Keith Urban story. What do you think our reaction to this is going to be? Do you think we're really going to enjoy it, or do mm. we? Do you think it's going to be a bit torturous the next minute? My hope is that you'll love it so much that you'll enter me into a bush poetry competition. Okay. And I can go and read this there and see how they go. Uh, now, uh, Producer Michael, I have loaded up some bush ambience, or do we have some music or something to go into this um, for this debut reading? Um, and as you'll see, Zach, on top of that, I also have brought in a sort of outback hat. Did you actually bring that in? Yeah, I did. From home? Uh, found it in the costume cabinet at the radio station. Okay. It also doesn't fit over the headphones. But there we go. Okay. Don't and think that's the problem. Oh, shut up. I don't have an oversized head. Um, and as you have to do, I believe, with bush poetry, one leg up on the chair, you know, because I'm a bit relaxed as I tell you this story. The man from Gawalcha, the Keith Urban story. <clears throat> Born in 67, an Aussie slice of heaven. He was given the name Keith. A fitting name for a life of fame with a stunning set of teeth. His songs are great, his voice is greater. As a singer, he's so slick. Topping charts, a gift to the arts. And of course, he's married to Nick. A key part of our culture from a town called Kabulcha. We're all proud of how he's grown. A favourite son, a country icon, 
Urban by name alone. Is that it? Normally, this is where you clap. Right. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I, I mean, you've asked for the bush. I've, yeah. I think maybe some different Atmos uh, was appropriate. <laughs> it's the bush at night. I thought. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. When we came up with this idea last night, I thought that's you know it's it's going to be pretty average. As I was writing today, I surprised myself. Yeah. I'm really happy with that. What what are you happy with? Uh, I love the idea of like the closing line of Urban by name alone because he's he's a country singer with the last name Urban, and I thought I captured that quite well. Mm. Um, the, the, uh, yeah, what's I, up? I thought the rhyming scheme was maybe mm. a little simple. Everyone's a critic, aren't they? Yeah. Well, that's what you're asking me to do. So right. In this well, instance, no. Yeah. Do you know what? I will enter this in a bush poetry competition online. I'll find yep. one. Okay. Well, we started a minute and a half ago with you yep. hoping that I would do it. <laughs> uh, you've realised that I will not be entering your poem <laughs> into a competition. And, and I, I'm, I will win. I will get. I will there's at least no, play. No, even when we're talking about bush poetry, yeah. I mean, you put. I think it was a bit sacrilegious, maybe, to put well, Wopsing Matilda behind it. That wasn't my decision. <laughs> Producer Michael did that um, <laughs> to begin with. Secondly, yeah. There's no Australian kind of mm. um, I watched language. a YouTube tutorial about how to write bush poetry. Yeah, but there was nothing about being in the bush. There was nothing about, mm. you know, yeah. being by a billabong. Well, unfortunately... Under, under uh, unfo- no, hold on a second. Unfortunately, from what I can tell from Keith Urban's Wikipedia page, he has spent remarkably little time by billabongs. Yeah, no, but right? it's, it's, it's bush no, it's, poetry. It's, but it's biographical about Keith Urban's yeah. life. All I can do is work with what the source material is. Wasn't if there you, a line well, in there about his teeth? I mean, come yeah. on. That's getting well, pretty... You're okay. scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm trying to rhyme with Keith. The other idea was at Christmas he hangs a wreath. Yeah, okay, <laughs> well, you, everything doesn't need to rhyme. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Thirteen ten sixty. Do you have a disgusting secret from your workplace? We can't keep you anonymous for this one, Zach. Uh, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day who spent many years working at a fish and chip shop, and revealed to me. And, and you always know it's going to be juicy when yeah. someone says, "Oh, I shouldn't say this." Right. So I knew we were onto something juicy. They leant in and in a hushed tone said, "At the fish and chip shop, mm-hmm. if anything ever fell on the ground, any food ever fell on the ground, we would just pop it in the deep fryer." For another few minutes, good to go. That's right. That's the bombshell that I've just dropped about fish and chip shops. Now, I'm not saying all fish and chip shops doing it. It might just be this one that did it. I believe any shop that has ever had a deep fryer had yes. someone do that. Well, just you, you drop the, the fish on the ground, chuck it back in, it's fine. Oh, my friend worked in a steakhouse, and he was saying that's what they did. They dropped the steaks on the ground. Well, put it the steak in the deep fryer. Mm-hmm. For just uh, like five seconds, and then put it back on the grill. Could you cook steak in a deep fryer, like fully? Uh, not in the way that you currently enjoy steak. What do you mean? Like it wouldn't be cooked the same how way. How would it be cooked? Because well, that sounds well, quite think, delicious. Well, think about how things are deep fried. I've just realized I've never had, like, you've had battered fish, right? But I've never had battered steak. You have, like, a veal schnitzel. Oh, that's a good point. Sorry, that's just steak chat briefly there. But I, I imagine there's a lot of workplaces out there, largely food places, yeah. that have some disgusting secrets they're sitting on. What are you looking but, for? Well, maybe maybe you're occasionally asked to extend out the use-by date on a place. I know that's been in the news a little bit lately. Perhaps occasionally you use stuff that you shouldn't use in foods. Or maybe it's just a cleaning practice that you see behind the scenes that you think, geez, if people knew what actually went on back here, mm. they wouldn't be over the moon about this. Okay. Um, maybe, oh, you know it would be great, rodents in the kitchen. Yeah. Rodents in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why is that a funny sentence? Um, 
don't know. <laughs> I you mean, remember you that? did say, oh, sorry, you did say, you yeah. know, it would be great. Rodents in okay, the kitchen. Right, Maybe that's yeah. why it's a bit that's funny. That's true, Michael. That's a good point. Adam on 131060, what's the gross thing that happened at your workplace? Oh, mate, I, I used to work as a pizza delivery driver. Yeah. And uh, out the back where we used to mix the dough up to make the pizza dough, mm. uh, there was a mirror and the, um, the owner used to shave over that bowl <laughs> with all the stubble from his hair going down into the mixing bowl. What? Why was he shaving there? I have no idea. Okay, so, so at this particular pizza joint, some people had your owner's facial hair in their pizza base? I'd say so, somewhere along the line. Okay. Was the owner living out of the shop at the time? I don't know, but he's been a vast majority of the time there. Yeah, that's fair. It's interesting. I mean, I know that a lot of pizza companies like to have new bases and new crusts and whatever every now and then. Maybe it's a new promotion. Yep. You know what Instead I mean? Instead of cheese stuffed, it's Stub- facial hair stuffed. Stubble stuffed. We have Mark on 131060. What do you got, Mark? Well, it's another one from the fish and chip shops. It was a pretty dirty joint. One day, the health inspector came in. There was a couple of cockroaches, and they made me stand on one for 15 minutes. (laughs) Okay. Right, so you're basically, to, to cover the cockroach, you're not allowed to move the whole time. I'm standing dead in the middle of two fryers while this uh, health inspector's trying to get around me. Was it awkward? Did they kind of get suspicious while you weren't moving? Yeah, she looked at me like I was genuinely insane, and my boss was just looking at me just going, don't move. (laughs) And did you pass? Uh, No, we actually got shut down after that. Oh, okay, hang on a second. So you got shut down for reasons other than the cockroach you were standing on? Yeah, the place was straight up dirty. Yeah, there was a rat under the other foot. That one was <laughs> harder to hide. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Hallmark, mm. we're coming for you because i got a brand new idea. That's oh, a reason, man. That's a good idea. Insult cuts. Oh, my God. What a misdirection. They think they're getting something good, yeah. and then, bam, have we told you no one yeah. likes you. What? <laughs> Last night on the show, I did come up with insult cards. There's a hole in the market with the cards, Dom. Happy mm. birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day. Yep. They're all overly positive. Yeah, well, There's a that's whole true. array of emotions out there cards could be conveying. A whole lot of messages they're missing out on. Well, do you want to spend $5 to give someone a message saying something like that isn't, I love you, or I hope yeah, you get well soon? because it can be hard. To share some of these messages. (laughs) Okay, right. And the card will make it easier. If you really don't like someone, it's hard to tell them that. The card does the job. Okay, Uh, great. I have a couple of prototypes that I've done up. Now, these are just on cardboard. I have written these in Nico, but you have to imagine that once this gets rolling, I'm going to get artists involved and stuff like that. What I'd like you to do is open the front. Mm. I mean, have a look at the front, read it, then open it, read what's on the inside. And just so we can get a feel of what these Mm. insult cards would be like, I'll pass you over the first one. Are you... Is there any context of when you might give this to someone? Or no, this it'd be is pretty general... obvious from the from okay, what sure. the card says. Right, so I have just received a card that says, Roses are red, violets are blue. It's the traditional start on the outside. Open it up. Hey, sucker, I'm breaking up with you. Well, that's cruel. <laughs> that's cold. No, but that would be a way to be able to break up with someone quite easily with that card. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Do you think they'd appreciate the extra effort that you went to? That's one from one. <laughs> do you also, you know how on other cards you add stuff, right, about like yeah. how much someone means to you? Do you add why you're breaking up? And yeah, you on the, the other page. Yeah, right. You could so, write a few things like, it's not you, it's me. We've been drifting a lot lately. I don't like your family. Uh, next sort of card. Yep. First yeah. insult cards ever oh, invented. Okay, well, this one has an unusual start. How does it start? Oh, wow. That rash is humongous. What does it say on the inside? The results are in. Definitely fungus. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great, but don't laugh. The at doctor would card. give it to you. Well, okay. So the doctor gives you a greeting card when you walk in. Yes. <laughs> no, no, not when you walk in. Yeah. When you walk in, I guess a few days after seeing them last time, because it's hard for them to tell you that it's fungus. But imagine getting that information in card form. You know what? Not because, bad, is it? because of the rhyme, mm. I think uh, I'm on board. And then the doctor, uh, what they could do is where they write more information, they could write your prescription. Uh, I've got my last card here. Yeah. <laughs> Debatably, this one, I mean, we've had a breakup, we've had a diagnosis. This one might be a little, oh. like... This is harsher. It's not harsher. It's just like, you might not need to use this one as much. Okay. Uh, maybe only on the few occasions this would come out. I can't find the words, so I got you this card. Mm-hmm. Interesting start. Open it up. I need to tell you I pooed in your yard. I mean, I don't know if that has a whole category to itself in the news agent. Oh, Special that, occasion or something. That one also, you mm. know, some cards you open them up and they make a sound. <laughs> Do you want to open it up yeah, and okay. see what's like, that? So I can't find the word, so I got you this card. I've opened it up. Yeah. I need to tell you I pooed in your yard. <laughs> Is it one of those scratch and sniff cards too? Maybe we, we can, can work, work on that. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom is shredding for his brother's wedding. He lied to the tailor and he said that he was a smaller size than what he is. Now he has three weeks to drop three shirt sizes. <laughs> is that correct? More or less, those are the basic details. Yeah, I got a big mission ahead of me. Well, so far you haven't done anything. You claim that you'll be able to run five kilometers yeah. off zero training later this week. We how hard to, could it be? We, well, we want to assess exactly how hard it will be. <laughs> and I thought a good base level to go from would be to check how many steps per day you're usually doing. Some incidental exercise okay. to see, because if you're doing around five kilometers walking a day, at least you know then, okay, well, I just need to run that distance. Sure, sure. And I imagine I'm pretty close. Well, I've looked it up. And when you first get a Fitbit and they set how far you're meant to walk, the goal is 10,000 steps a day. That's what they say is like... Yeah, 10,000 a day, you'll be healthy. Yeah. Well, well, that's the starting point. I thought 10,000 is what you aim for. Well, it's what you aim for, but I think once you do that, they try to get you to do more. That's the way it works. Okay, well, who's got time for that? Nobody. Um, well, I had a look on your phone yeah. and how many steps a day you were doing. Yeah, thinking... people, wouldn't, well, people wouldn't actually know this. Mm. I, like, I've told people since we found this out last time, your iPhone's recording how many steps you take in the health app. Do, like, I think a lot of people don't know that. That's a surprise to a lot of people. Well, I've put it through the computer. Would you like to know what it's come out with? Yeah, what do we got? Uh, the goal is 10,000. Yep. A day, you're currently doing around three to four thousand. Okay, well, you didn't have to use the Mario dying sound effect. <laughs> is that Mario? Producer um, Michael? That one was Pac Man. Pac Man, whatever. Okay. And it was a video game, all the same thing. Still dying. Still dying. Um, Do you associate uh, yeah. with Pac Man at all? What's that? Do you associate with Pac Man at all? What, the creature that exists to eat? Just running around, <laughs> yeah. getting chased by ghosts. Eating Well, well the di- big difference can, yeah. was that he eats a lot of fruit, doesn't he? Oh. I mean, yeah. you got anything else? Is that is that the end of the Pac-Man gear? No, I'm just, yeah, Bob, you just what? You just what? Oh, okay, we get the sound effect again. Great, that's what I wanted. Uh, uh, so you do yeah. three thousand to four thousand. That's you not need, bad, though, is it? Well, it's a third of what they recommend. 
Well, you know, and I mean yeah. that's just that's just for average, I mean, and you, you want to Hang run on. five kilometers. Zach, would you be impressed with me if I made it a third of the way up Mount Everest? Uh, what do you mean? Would I be impressed with you? Would you think that's if a your goal good was to climb Mount Everest? That'd be no, like, oh yeah, if, that's like, disappointing. If I come in next Monday and you said, "What you do over the weekend?" Yeah. and I said, "I made it a third of the way up Mount Everest," yeah. would, would that be an? Impressive but that's like thing? saying if I made it a third of the way to the moon. Yeah, but this is what I mean. What I'm saying is a third I don't think can NASA, be impressive. No, but I don't think NASA would deem that a very successful mission. Well, NASA might, but I would. I'd be proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon a third in some context isn't bad. How, I think how does it make you feel? There's, yeah. No, but when you think about doing so currently, yep. so you're doing about two kilometers walking a day. Okay. Or mm. about 2.5 in the last week. That's yep. the average you're doing every day. Yep. So every step you take in a day, you're going to mm. have to double that in a yep. period of about half an hour. Okay. Well, and you've got to run it. Doesn't sound so hard three hard times the speed. Doesn't sound hard at all, does it? So I, that doesn't discourage yeah. you at all. You're just like, yeah, no, well, I can, t- that, that, you know, you're seeing those numbers and yeah. you're thinking that looks really good for me. You checked my health app, I think a, well, a few weeks ago and it was like one to 2000. So I've already doubled it by mm. Thursday night when we're doing this, this 5k run thing, I reckon I will break 5k's really easily. and I could probably keep going. What's the time you're going to do? Uh, I'll do 5k's in eight minutes. <laughs> I, Is that possible? That Hang just on, really indicates timing. like how you've never <laughs> run before. <laughs> You could do one kilometer in eight minutes. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, your first kilometer won't be in eight minutes. That's if you make the first okay, kilometer. I'll do five kilometers then within the hour. No, okay. Well, that's way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Will you tell me how long you want me to do it in? I was hoping you would have some way in the middle there. but Like 35, 40 minutes? No, that's too easy. Oh, but what? You give me the time and I'll do it. I was hoping you'd say something like 20 minutes, okay, which, was, which was early, which is short enough to be oh. humorous, but oh. not so short that it's physically impossible. <laughs> you saying I could run 5Ks in 10 minutes? Actually, 20 minutes might be physically impossible. <laughs> anyway, the point is, forget the timing. I'm oh, no, what's run... that? A four-minute kilometer? No, they can do that. Easy. I will easy. run 5Ks. Without any real effort, on absolutely no training this week on the show, and I will not even be out of breath at the end. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and wh- can you promise? Yeah. If I do, you'll delete the Pac-Man sound effect from your from your. <laughs> no, I said. I was you- hanging around. Oh. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Look, I wanted to spirit some positive feelings across the country. So I got a wheel of feels made, uh, a, a wheel with all different feelings on it that you could win. Unfortunately, mm. when I got the wheel made, Dom, yeah. um, I forgot to tell them to only put good feelings on. So, you keep um, making this mistake week after week. I know. Can I just say, Zach, pull your finger out. Get it right next time, okay? Mm-hmm. Get well, it right. Well, we'll work on that for next week. But I yeah. think for now... We're just going to have to roll with what we have. We're spreading feelings across the nation. It's the Wheel of Feels. On 131060, we are wheeling and dealing some free feelings. If you would like a free feeling, give us a call. You can spin the Wheel of Feels. We can't yeah. guarantee that you're going to get a good prize, a good feeling, but we can guarantee mm. that you will get a feeling. Could be excitement, could be dread. A whole heap of emotions on the board tonight. E, who's spinning first? Let's spin this for producer Michael just to see if the wheel's working this week. I hope if you get a bad one, Michael. You've never got a bad one. The feelings will be delivered by news stories in the last 24 hours. How are you feeling, Michael? Wheel me up! Well, you've just got glee. Are you happy about oh, that? Why? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Stop giving him good it. ones, wheel. A new survey has found that dogs help their owners' social lives. Almost half of respondents reported making new friends while walking their dogs. Okay. That's so great. It's great to hear. 
Do you feel gleeful? I do a bit. That's really annoying, though, because this is like three months of doing this game, and Michael always gets positive feelings. But I reckon tonight's my night for a positive feeling. I would love excitement, if possible. Give me excitement, Wheel. You got downcast. Oh, for sake, okay. Let's hear what downcast is this week. Scientists have warned that Bengal tiger populations may not survive climate change. Mm. That's like the one of the most loved tiger species in the world, isn't it? Correct. Alrighty. Do you feel downcast? You know what? I feel very downcast. We have Chris in Brisbane. Are you ready to spin the wheel, Chris? (laughs) 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 All right, now we've got Chris. Uh, I think Chris has picked up now. We got you, Chris. Yeah, no, I'm here. Yeah, that's good. Uh, How are you feeling at the moment, Chris? (laughs) You all right? Uh, pretty, Pretty bored. Yeah. What are you hoping for? Jeez, Chris, are you hang hoping on, you're listening. Something... Hang on. Can we just, Chris, you've been listening to this radio show clearly to call up. What do you mean bored? Well, you know, I'm waiting for something to happen. It might work. You guys will keep me entertained, but come on, pick it up. Yep. <laughs> We're hoping to, Chris. We, we just want something to spike you out of this boredom, hey? Yeah, that's good. Let's see. Let's spin this wheel and see oh, what feeling you win tonight. The feelings will be delivered by news stories in the last 24 hours. Ah, uh, uh, this is... <sighs> Sorry, Chris, you've... Uh... You've got terrified. No, okay, here we go. A two-metre-long alligator has been spotted in South Carolina trying to ring the doorbell of a local resident. Mm. Does that make you feel terrified, Chris? God damn, sort of, but I kind of want it to happen to me. Yeah. What? How would you feel if you went to the front door and there was a two-metre crocodile waiting for you? I'd say confused at the start and then, yeah, completely terrified. Yeah. And what works? It checks out. The wheel does work. I wonder why the alligator was trying to ring the doorbell. Is it a sales alligator or something like that? Uh, that wasn't get... that wasn't a joke, by the way. That sounded like a really poor like attempt at a joke. Yeah. I was just curious why there was that ringing. was a serious what? question. <laughs> well, I no. imagine it wasn't actually trying to ring the doorbell. I right. imagine that was a coincidence. Sure. Like it's just moving its feet around <laughs> yeah. and, and it accidentally it... pushes the doorbell. Because uh, I didn't think they had an understanding of how doorbells worked, alligators. Mm. Just checking that one a joke? or yeah, No, that one was uh, more also serious. Hey, we've got Hazefa in Melbourne. Uh, yeah, How are you feeling tonight, Hazefa? Uh, not too bad. Well, let's uh, spin the wheel of feels and see what you get. Anything you're hoping for? Happiness. Oh, whoa, you don't get happiness, but you get a very close second. Glee is coming your way. Awesome. A new survey has found that dogs help their owners' social lives. Almost half of respondents reported making new friends while walking their dogs. Didn't? Yep. That works for me. Yeah, well done. Sure. Did I mean, Michael win that earlier? Michael might have won that feeling a few minutes ago, our producer. Yep. It's doubling up on the wheel tonight. And sometimes that does happen. Yeah, the wheel got a little bit confused. <laughs> was meant to land on grateful. That was the one the wheel had prepared. Hey, can we go back to Josefa? Josefa, do you want a second feeling? No, it's all right. Cleve's fine. Uh, I'd like a second feeling. Okay, let's spin it again. <laughs> Round and round it goes. What feeling it lands on? No one knows. Oh, my goodness. You've got Grateful. <laughs> what a show. Let's see what Grateful is. Thanks to a recent breakthrough, scientists have finally found an antidote to the world's most venomous creature, the Australian box jellyfish. That's pretty exciting. 
No? Okay. <laughs> no, um, nothing from a Zafer. No, no, boys, I'm very grateful for yeah. my second feeling. Thank you. Okay, well, we got there in the very end. Very rarely do people leave this show with two feelings, let alone two good ones as well. So well done, Hazafer. Big winner. We go to Liz in Coffs Harbour. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Liz, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm okay, I suppose. Let's give this a spin. It's okay on the board tonight. Unfortunately not, but you have got icky, Liz. Icky? Well, yeah. I don't I don't really feel icky. Well, and can I say, yeah. Dom, I was very pleasantly surprised by your Keith Urban poem. <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Okay. Thanks, Liz. Half an hour ago, half an hour ago, Dom shared <laughs> Mate, a Keith Urban poem. I tried ring before the feelings, but you didn't answer the phone. <laughs> Okay, Liz. Uh, that's Liz. Yeah, we have to play a story for you to feel icky. That's, yeah. this is how. Go we... right ahead, mate. Okay. Sorry. The South African food maker has debuted a brand new dessert: ice cream made from maggots. Oh, icky, right? Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pretty icky, Liz. Um, thanks for the, the comment, the positivity about my poem. Though, do you reckon I got a future for me in bush poetry? Um, it wasn't actually bush poetry, but That's it was a poem. That's what I said, Liz. Oh, okay. <laughs> you did too, but you're a little bit worse than that. <laughs> but I did. I actually enjoyed the segment, mate. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Liz. If you just tuned oh. in, it's a bit of live feedback from Liz in Coffs Harbour. <laughs> just, just touching base on what she thinks about things throughout the evening. Uh, we were playing a game called Wheel of Fields, but that's long okay, gone. Sorry, that ended then. about six minutes ago. Go back to your wheel of fields, mate. Thanks. Thanks, Liz. Talk to you later. Just call us up anytime you hear a poem and you want to give feedback on it. We'll give you the hotline. You go straight through. It's Collective Down, (laughs) late nights across the country on the Hit Network. Anyone else have any feelings about Dom's poems? Send them through. Love to have them. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. The royal baby. Uh, Zach, obviously uh, alive for, what, 26 or so hours now, roughly. Um, Unfortunately, I did think I had a scoop about the Royal Baby for the show tonight, Harry and Megan's kid. I thought I had the world first exclusive of the baby's name. I now realise I have probably fallen for a prank. Uh, yeah, well, no one knows shame. the name. Well, no one knows the name. It hasn't been released, hmm. uh, but I believe they have named the baby. They just haven't announced it. Well, I was chatting to uh, to a friend who told me, well, not really a friend, someone I don't know that well from university class. Now, they were adamant that they were they had connections in the Markle family, a second cousin or something. Hmm. Well, the immediately family. they don't. What do you mean immediately? Why is that un- infeasible? It's not infeasible. It's just very unlikely. They had a picture of them with Meghan Markle. Yeah. I mean, that's... It was at a red carpet. But still... Just where all friends hang out. (laughs) Where where the family gatherings take place. But anyway, I I was chatting to to this guy, and then he said to me, I've got a heads up. You've got to keep this down on the down low, but I know the royal baby's name. And I was told that the name of the royal baby was going to be Darren. You're so excited Um, when you came into the radio (laughs) station tonight. You thought you had a really big scoop. I did. Everyone said, though... It's yeah. definitely not going to be Darren. <laughs> what? Okay, tell me why it wouldn't be Darren. Because it's not very regal, is it? <laughs> okay, well, now you Think of all the all, other names. They're, they're all Darren's kind of, they've all been kings or queens before in yeah. the English monarchy. <laughs> you don't know about King Darren? No. <laughs> King Darren. Prince Dazza has never, <laughs> yeah. never had... Uh, well, I, I genuinely thought this was a world exclusive. I was so excited. We were going to lead the show with it until I messaged this guy and said... 
hey, just confirming that Darren thing's true. And he said, oh, you didn't actually believe that, did you? Mm. And I've realized I've fallen for a prank, but I did for six hours that I think it was going to be Darren. It's still possible it will be Darren. what I don't like is that you came in, you know, about lunchtime today. Yeah. And you're telling everyone Mm. about this. And Michael, producer Michael and I said, it's definitely not Darren. And we outlaid Mm. quite a convincing (laughs) argument. Sure. Similar to what we've just said. (laughs) (laughs) You still went and checked with the guy? Well, imagine if it was Darren and we missed that scoop. Imagine if they announced it tomorrow, big shock, we've named the kid Darren. And we had that info and we didn't run with it. Wouldn't you feel dirty? See, now it might be only a 1% chance. But now if they announce, Harry and Megan, the next few days that the baby's called Darren, Mm. we have this audio to play to prove that we were there first. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's how you win the news cycle. William, George, (laughs) Charles, Dazza. (laughs) Yep. I don't think so. That's it for Collective Down tonight. We'll be back tonight from 11. If you missed anything, just search Collective Down in the iTunes for, uh, store to catch the podcast there. Tom and Ollie are up next. We'll see you tonight. Bye. Oh, oh, yeah. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy. Every single one of us can have a life of greatness. Join me, Sarah Grimberg, as the world's most inspiring minds explain how. Listen for free to A Life of Greatness at podcastone.com.au or search Apple Podcasts. Podcast One.